Hello, Mountain Brook. It's Donald Clayton, principal at Mountain Brook Junior High School. Welcome back to the show. I suppose we, I say it's the show because we don't really have another name for it right now. I'm here with Dr. Barlow again. Dr. Barlow, how is life for you? It's it's fine, Donald. It's been a little crazy, but um, we're in our second week of e-learning at Mount Brook Schools. And in fact, let me turn the um, table on you. Here you are. You're the principal at Mount Brook Junior High. And so let me ask you, how is uh, e-learning going from the junior high's perspective? First of all, I don't know how comfortable I am about you turning the podcast table on me, but I'll accept the challenge. Um, <laughs> um, hey, we put out a lot of different feedback to kids, to teachers, to parents as well. And overall, it's been very positive. Um, it seems like that um, everybody recognizes how much work our faculty and staff has put into making this successful mm -hmm. because you don't just like you've said on previous podcasts you don't just take what we do at the school building and just throw it online and it works automatically so there's been a lot of work that went into that and, and I, I think our I think our students have seen that and that's what I've heard from them they've seen it and they're mm -hmm. very appreciative of that um, I think they've also said it's really manageable um, and there's just been some really pretty neat stories that came out of it I, I shared one with you earlier today of a a parent that kind of told us that her uh, student, you know, he turned in some work. The teacher looked at it and was like, that's that's not really his, that's not his work. Something, yeah. maybe that was lost in instruction or something, I don't know. And so the teacher set up a Google Meet with the student, sat down and went through it in conversation and said, yeah, you get it. Um, and so that's, I know that's what we were aiming for, um, right. is that type of relational approach, but still up, you know, holding up the, um, the learning. And yeah. so those, those types of things have been, been really good to hear. I, it seems like what everybody's trying to figure out is probably what my family personally is trying to figure out at home too, is rhythm, mm -hmm. um, how to set an agenda for the day, how to set an agenda for the week. Uh, cause we're just in the second week of doing online learning, even though we've been in quarantine for longer. Right. Um, the rhythm is something that, um, I hear from our students that they're still just trying to figure out. Um, but right now most, most, there are some glitches there. But yeah. right now, everybody says it's been it's been really positive. Yeah, and we knew there were going to be some issues with us going to a learning uh, format, you know, a virtual format. Um, you, like we've said several times, you just don't put it in a virtual format and expect everything to be perfect. Our teachers are great in the classroom, and it turns out they're doing pretty well in the virtual format too. Absolutely, and so I'm so proud of our teachers and our administration for the work that they've been doing and the way that they're thinking and uh you know you can go to our website and look at our plan and our philosophy behind it and so i would encourage people to go to our COVID 19 website and they can see everything that we put out and along with our e-learning plan um one thing i noticed donald and you can speak towards this but i think you had a student or maybe several students say that one of the most difficult things is that they just don't get to be with their friends yeah i well, I've heard that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really interesting because I've had a chance to be on a couple of um, online meets with students and planning different things. And I get it. As soon as you, you know, as soon as everybody gets on there and you see each other's faces, uh, you realize, you know, what you're missing. Um, and I've just, I've heard our kids talk about wanting to be back with one another. Um, and so I know there's a day at some point where that'll happen and it'll be a really good day. Mm-hmm. I know that my children 
I talked to them today at lunch and we were sitting around the um, dinner table and um, they were talking about, we asked them, you know, what'd you do at school today? And tell, tell me about what you learned. And, and basically I think two of them said, well, that was really good. We, I got to see my friends, even, even though it was virtually, I got to see them and I miss them. Yeah. And so that's, a, that's a difficult part. This whole thing is difficult on everybody. And, and it's difficult on parents to, you know, have to help structure the learning environment and to, um, there's just a lot going on and it's hard and it's, I think it pushes people to their limit. And so uh, that's why we've been asking for everybody just to give a lot of grace during this period. Yeah. This is an a new frontier, as we've said several times. But let's go ahead and jump into our podcast. So our podcast this time is about communication. Um, and so really, we've got all this going on. Um, we're in online learning. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, and why, Dr. Barlow, do we, are we dedicating a podcast to communication? Well, that's a good question, Donald. It's almost like we've talked about this before. <laughs> Maybe we did. <laughs> but the reason we felt like it was important to talk about communication is that everything's changed, and even the most simple things get forgotten um, when things change so rapidly. So, you know, the things that we're going to talk about today, um, I don't think they're going to be new to anyone, and when they hear it, they're going to say, well, of course, that's the answer about communication. And so, um, so it's not going to be like rocket scientists or anything like that. We're not, uh, it's, it's not, it's not new information, but you know, when people want to communicate with the school, usually they jump in the car and they drive up and they go into the front office of the school and they say, Hey, can you help me with X, Y, or Z? Um, and now they think, hey, I'm just going to run up to school. Wait a minute. There's probably not anybody there. Right. Um, and so, and then when you get to that first roadblock, a lot of people like myself, well, I'll go, uh, well, okay, so I don't know what to do then. And so maybe we thought it would just be appropriate to just take the time and just go through the simple steps of how to communicate with the school during this e-learning period when the school building is closed. Right. So let's talk about that school buildings closed. You want to jump in the car and you want to head up there to the school. Is is there someone in our school buildings in our district um, during this? Probably is the answer. Right. Most of the time there's somebody up there, but the building's closed. And we're not letting people in our building unless they wash their hands and cover their face and put gloves on. And then, right. they, then they can only go in the school for a short period of time and they come out and leave and we clean up again. Um, that's the way we're handling it right now. We we have cleaning crews up there, and our buildings are clean, but we're cleaning them from top to bottom at this time. So um, and there might be people answering the phone, and that might be a forwarded call. So when, you know, you might be calling the school, but you actually might be talking to a secretary at her home right. who still answers the phone. So there might not be somebody in the office, but there is somebody answering the phone for the schools at this time. So... Mm-hmm. If you um, want to get a hold of a teacher, or I think you were going to ask me a question, weren't you, Donald? I think I will ask you a question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's think about it. There's a lot of different questions. I think, obviously, when we're in something new and we're trying some different things, um, there's new questions that pop up. So let's just kind of go through a few categories here. Let's start first at the classroom level. Let's say a student 
or a parent has a question uh, for the teacher. Um, there probably have been um, ways in the past that they've communicated kind of what does that look like? Uh, let's just re revisit that for everybody. What does it look like if they have a classroom question? Right. So if I have a question for a teacher, the first thing I'm going to do since I have an email uh, or since I have a computer in front of me is that I'm probably just going to email the teacher. Um, if you don't know their email address, you can go to the school website, look up their name and their email address is right there. You click on that. You can then email your question and they'll get back to you immediately. Or let's say if, um, you're not a big email fan. You can go ahead and call the school and whoever answers the phone can forward your um, voice or you, your call to the, the teacher's voicemail. And that voicemail will automatically go into the teacher's email account and they can listen to it and can get back to you quickly. So let me get that right. So I need, I want to leave a voicemail. I can call the school. They can transfer me to that teacher's voicemail. And then that voicemail appears in their inbox. That's correct. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I actually already knew that, by the way. I was just making sure everybody, all the <laughs> listeners out there knew that. Um, so we at Mount Brook Junior High, we're 8 to 306, um, usually on a school day. So as far as someone kind of readily answering, answering the phone, what does that look like for our schools and our district right now? Yeah, we're saying 830 to 330 every day. Okay, so. Um, so if it's outside of kind of the classroom setting and it's, it, it kind of is more global with a school or even district level, um, what kind of guidance do you give for contact? Yeah, same thing, same answer. If you want to, if you have a school question, and let's say your children go to Brookwood Forest Elementary School, then call the school um, and um, leave a message for Mr. Pittner um, or any of the administration or counselors or um, coaches. Whoever, whomever you'd like to talk to, that's who you would um, leave a message for. Miss um, Crosno, the assistant principal. So that's one of the things. The school question, call the school or email the individual at the school to get it to get an answer. Um, at a district level, if you have a curriculum question or a special ed question, something that's bigger than the individual school then just call the central office um, and then uh, or go to the website and you can look at our directors and get their email from the website. And like I said, click on it, shoot them a question, they'll get right back to you or we'll get right back to you. Great. So I'm hearing is email and phone contact is pretty much still open through this time, even though our um, schools are not physically open. Now, here is the next question that I think might be a new one for us. So a Mountain Brook Junior High student, Chromebook is not working. Uh, he or she brings it in, takes it to the technology office before eight o'clock. All right. So we can't go into the school building. My Chromebook's not working. Right. Key, a key is popped off or it's not charging or something. What, what do we do now? That's a great question. So the first thing we tell people to do is go ahead and contact their individual teacher. Um, and so, so it, it, what might appear to be a technology issue, it might be a software issue that the teacher can answer. And so first thing you do is ask the teacher. The teacher might look or not look at you, but <laughs> might on the phone say, hey, that's a good question. I don't have an answer for that. Then what you can do is go to what we call our teletech and it's our site on our website and on our school system websites and our central office website. 
that will say, say Teletech. And so you click on that and you can then log in um, any issue that you have. And our technology assist staff will get right back with you. We'll call you up or email you and say, what's the problem? And try to fix that issue right away. So they'll do some kind of real-time coaching with you if it's if it's a classroom app or even a device thing logging in or whatnot. They can do some real-time with you. If it's a broken device, well, what let is me, that? Let me, let me clarify one thing. They're going to help you if it's a school system issue or a school Chromebook issue. We'd ask people not to call if they have their own <laughs> Apple MacBook and they have little problems. Oh, we just call the school. We right. can't help them with that, but right. we can help them with our Chromebook. Makes sense. Um, and if it's an actual broken um, device, do we have any kind of support in place for that? You'll fill out the same form, and what we will do, let's say the, the device is not working, we can't fix it, then what we'll ask you to do is set up a time with us, we'll, and we'll contact you after you fill out the form, and we'll set up a time for you to come and drop it by the central office, and then we'll give you a different or a new Chromebook for your child to use, and then we'll try to fix that other Chromebook. Great. It's a massive process. I know we've got over 4,000 kids in our school system, um, and those are a lot of devices that are out there. Um, let's stay with the technology conversation. You've mentioned to me um, recently and several others on our uh, leadership team about a chat bot. What is a chat bot, and how is that relevant to what we have going on? <laughs> a chat bot. Well, I'm so excited about the chat bot, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was at Georgia State University a few years ago, and they had a chat bot. And essentially what a chat bot is, is on the bottom of our website, you will see something that says Answers on Demand. And you can click on that. And what we do is we try to figure out every question somebody could ask <laughs> our school system, and we load it into this chat bot. And so then the... Um, if you had a question about when the last day of school was, you could... Put, click on answers on demand and say, when is the last day of school? And I'm acting like I'm typing it right now. <laughs> you can probably hear that. It's good acting. Oh, thank you. I'm following you. <laughs> when is the last day of school? And then you click on that and the, um, the answer will jump out and say, May 21st is the last day for Mount Brook schools. And so if for some reason your answer is not in the answers on demand, it will t you will click on this um, link and you'll be able to log your question, and we'll get right back with you on hopefully the correct answer for your question. That's that's pretty exciting. So, like down the road, like an example you're given is like way down the road, and say, hey, when is so in November? I could type in when is graduation, and hopefully that would pop up on there if it was populated in. That's correct. Um, speaking of that, um, any updates we have um, on what's going on with high school graduation? It's not in the chat bot yet, but I'll just pretend like you are our chat bot right now. <laughs> I'm not a chat bot. <laughs> I'm not that smart, but. Yeah, we do have some information on graduation, and it's not any answers, but it is a process. And so um, our principal at the high school, Mr. Philip Holly, just sent out a um, letter today to parents and to seniors just saying that, um, first of all, I think he mentions how much he misses them and wishes um, their senior year could be um, – the senior year that they had hoped for, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the year. And, and it really is a sad time in the sense that this is when everything happens in the spring for seniors. Right. And it's a great time to be a senior. Um, and here we are 
and we're all locked in our our houses and it's a difficult time for seniors so um what philip has said is that he is getting together a focus group and so he's asked for seniors and their parents to email him and tell them any idea they have for graduation or all the things that happen to seniors during the last part of the their senior year the spring of their senior year um like the uh like awards day or honors day or the senior banquet those kind of things if they have any kind of ideas for that then he sent them an email that said please click on this email address and i believe it's mbgraduation at mbnbrookmountainbrook.k12.al.us i'm not a hundred percent on that but i think that's the right email but it says that in the letter and you can click on that and you can send any idea that you have to help this focus group consider what we can do to help um, our seniors celebrate the end of their senior year. Well, that sounds um, like some really good news um, for our seniors um, and just for our community um, at large. That is good news, Donald. And so one of the things that we wanted to do um, over the last couple of weeks is as we've talked about how difficult this can be for every family and, you know, you can watch the news cycle and it doesn't take you very long to get down um, pretty quickly. And we want to help our community in any way that we can. And so we are going to be putting a link on our um, website and sending everyone a letter just saying, hey, if you have any good news that you would like to share, we would like to figure out how we could help you share it. And so it could be something that um, as simple as a teacher helping a student in a special way and a parent wants to brag about that teacher or or a student helping nurses at UAB or um, it could be something that happens in the neighborhood where somebody, you know, makes cotton candy for the kids or (laughs) something like that or just anything that's good news. Um, Some things that are happening in the Chamber of Commerce or happening in the city that where people are um, or helping another person out. And, um, and so we'd like to, for people to go to our website, click on mbgoodnews at mountainbrook.k12.al.us and just share their stories with us. And then we'll take all those stories and we'll try to figure out how we can share that with the rest of the community. And hopefully it'll be something that will cheer people up during this time and when they're uh, lonely or maybe spiraling downward they can hear a good story and go hey that's pretty neat we live in a great place and so we just want to be able to be a conduit to spread good news during this time that really is uh, great news look it it seems like we covered a lot of ground today um so i I, i'm pretty sure you weren't able to extract everything a lot of you are probably on a run or a walk right now and weren't able to write everything down there is an email uh that will be out detailing a lot more of this information and kind of going through it uh that you'll be able to read and you can always uh refer to our website uh where that will be captured as well so thank you again mountain brook for uh joining us today and uh we look forward to being with you again soon stay well Thank you.